at it as a, a trial? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Because also I had like, I woke up at, at half past six and I had a class, you know, I have a class at, at seven. It's just crazy, but yeah, I, <laughs> I'm oh. not at my best, I guess now, but yeah. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> yeah, my cat woke me up at 1 a.m. Because uh, she's been super clingy and needy these days. That's probably down to the fact that the, the heating is not on yet. And it's kind of yeah, chilly, like inside and like outdoors. Mm. Yeah, it's freaking like, freezing. And um, yeah, she decided to just snuggle and yeah that's uh, how I woke up and I couldn't I was like lying uh wide awake could tossing and turning couldn't like fall back asleep until six I guess wow so, Honestly, uh, at least you've been up for a while I got up 30 minutes ago just so you know and yeah I've yeah I've been up like plenty I've already run some errands <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. I have this weird dream about my student. Like I have this teenage boy. He is fourteen. Your dream, not your student. Yeah, I was like, I, I was in India in my dream, and I get a message from his dad that his son is coming. And did I, if I kind of got some permission issued for him to leave the country or something, that it was my duty, <laughs> and I was like freaking out because like I, I I didn't even know that he was supposed to come what what the hell is that he's not my kid why is he coming and it was like and then the moment I wake up and I feel such you know a stream of relief that it was just a, a dream like you know you're backed into the corner in your dream and then you suddenly just get out of it just by waking up Ooh, what a ride yeah, yeah. Hell of a morning for all of us, I guess, and a hell of a night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Anyway, so, I haven't had that. I'm really sorry if I sound a little bit cranky. Um, and I was meaning to get up at six so that I get all things done because I know how important it is for us today. I mean, I was sort of uh, planning to get ready. Um, yeah, to really plan plan everything. But no, unfortunately. Um, how can you plan this? Uh, I mean, <laughs> huh? How can you plan an impromptu talk? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, are you like, is it kind of, it's kind of cheating. <laughs> Well, no, it's no. not easy. First of all, I believe that everything that you think is unplanned is there's actually a lot of work put in, a lot of effort put in. I don't believe in um being in improvisation. I'm sorry. I believe that you gotta plan everything you say. And uh whenever like I, I've got a class to te to teach, or I just walk around my room um you know repeating stuff I would like to say or thinking of things that might come up and how I would answer so there's this constant inner monologue and honestly the same with you guys I'm like oh uh what are we going to be talking about so I knew the topic obviously and I kind of had it you know circling in my head things that and yeah that's what it is okay you, you never do that well, I don't have the luxury, I guess, because like every single hour of my life is planned. I have some like, you know, stuff to do or, or I don't know, or, I, probably I might create like a list, throw up a list of words I want to practice mm -hmm. and a few ideas I want to like 
bring up in my discussion mm -hmm. but as for my classes well I guess I have everything up and running in terms of my instructions because like like the topics I've been teaching before yeah, yeah I might spend 15 like probably 30-ish minutes depending on the topic you know uh, like looking through the files thinking what I'm going to say it's not that I'm like walking around my room and yeah, maybe I should, I should put more effort into it. No, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. It's a time waste, time waster. Um, I just realized I started watching Sex and the City um, from the get-go. And mm. so what happened is that there was a guy who said um, he constantly thinks about things he would have said or he's going to say like one of the first episodes. And I... It, everything you said resonated with me. And I just realized that it's such a waste of time. I could do much more productive things, but I just having this constant thoughts. And, but they're in English. So I guess um, that's yeah. positive. <laughs> that's the perk of being an English teacher. Whatever you do in English is kind of, it adds up to your expertise, your, yeah, your, your language identity. Yeah, I love it. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, girls, what about your, like, I wanted to bring up the topic finally, right? So about self-help books, you know, I'm a, a, a complete newbie. Uh, I think I read only one uh, self-help book, which was uh, like this kind of unconventional one. I don't really, I'm blanking on the, on the name right now. It's something about uh, with the word F, with the F word, something like everything is <sighs> f right? Uh, and it's kind of didn't do the trick for me, but I guess it's just because it's this kind of book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit sassy and kind of, you know, insulting probably. Yeah. So what about you? I think you're much more experienced in reading. And well, you would think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm no yeah, expert in this. Like, yeah, I'm out of my depth here. And that book that you just mentioned reminded me of a bestseller, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. So yeah, I, guess yeah. I guess it's better not to be yeah, a cuss here. Yeah, like the F word, yes, right. Yeah, it feels like it's, uh, yeah, putting an F word is a surefire way to, you know, to boost, yeah, sell, sales. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a marketing ploy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not big on reading self-help books either? No, I'm just, I don't know, like keeping God, um, my eyes peeled for like trends and some yeah, books. And I prefer to, um, I don't know, listen to some, yeah, uh, what is it, abbreviated summaries Mm -hmm. like on yeah, Blinkist and there are a bunch of yeah, other apps but Blinkist I guess um, yeah takes the cake it's like the best ones so far um, and I don't know I, I, I don't think reading them would be a good way to like, spend your time why did, Wait. did we choose the topic <laughs> you told me like yeah, you're that's... you're so big on them you listen to this podcast and stuff I, I give it a try by the way wait for it I've always thought that I've been drawn to them um in a way I'm gonna explain it in a sec uh that's probably because of the kind of person I am but uh as I got to thinking about the number of books I actually read uh it's not that huge 
like I've probably read three or four, but I know a lot about every single book that there is, you know, maybe because of the same reason that Tama mentioned Blinkist or summaries. I remember I started reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective uh, People. Oh my God, um, don't get me started on that one. It was so repetitive. I honestly couldn't um, do it for a long time. So I just went on YouTube and watched a five minute video on everything you need to know from that book. That's it. That's uh, all I got from it. But talking about why I benefit from self-help books. Um, so it all started back when I was at university in my final year. And I felt that anxiety washing over me because of my final year exams. And I was like an honor student. And I was, for some reason, freaking out that I wouldn't pass. And also because of the whole situation, like I didn't know what to do with my life, you know, like what the future had in store for me. So I was constantly anxious and probably on the verge of uh, a breakdown, a nervous breakdown. And that's when the book came in handy. Can you guess which one? Um, nope. <laughs> How, How to Stop Worry, a cliffhanger. How to Stop Worry and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. Oh, and yeah, I know that there's a lot of controversy around this book and people, some people love it, some people don't. But back then, back in time, that was the perfect book I needed. I just, I applied every strategy. I lived by the book. I followed it <laughs> to a T. And it just helped me go through that hard time. And ever since then, I've kind of been drawn to self-help books whenever I'm going through a rough patch and I need to find an answer. So I would turn to a book rather than I would to people, I wouldn't ask people questions. I, I'm not into, in therapy. So I guess this is my go-to way to solve my life problems, you know? So, but I'm not big, like I'm, I, I do not just devour self-help books every single minute. I don't see the point, but whenever I'm faced with some sort of a, of an adversity, I would turn to a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I find it helpful in a way. Okay. Well, which kind of makes me feel like it rubs me against, you know, like the rule like rubs me the wrong way is that like any book, self-help book can be distilled to a few tips and it kind of yeah. offers this one size fits all solution. And I want to feel like a special flower probably. So I, I want to find my way around my problems. So yeah, that's why I feel like I'm, I'm trying to be put into some kind of mold whenever, you know, I'm offered some tips and stuff. So probably if it's like my ego being inflated, <laughs> no, <laughs> like yeah, probably I should reconsider. Yeah, I love that you just uh, you 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 were so so consistent about you know just uh, making the most out of your reading experience, not just reading it but actually doing it. It's like the step that so many people like freakishly, so many people they just don't get to the step, right? So mm -hmm. they just stop somewhere in the middle of the book and they say ah oh, this is so just so garden variety it's just such a generic stuff it's not about me yeah it can't help me in any way right so yeah or another yeah trap that people might fall into is just they might read um yeah those books as like fiction and just <laughs> not do yeah a thing about 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 it yeah yeah and like we have this uh, uh, class in our course, like imposter syndrome, and there is this video about self-help books. And I love the approach of the uh, guy. He mentioned like you, you have to kind of um, 
come up with three tips from, from any book you read and try to uh, implement it into your life right away. Yeah, just uh, keep your goals modest, right? And don't try to kind of alter your life, your vision, yeah, like uh, across the board, but yeah, just stay busted, like ba baby step your way through, you know, through the books you're reading. The book itself is not a silver bullet that will help you, yeah, like change your life uh, upside down for sure. But there are some tips to learn. Uh, Nina, you mentioned that um, you kind of feel you want to find your own unique way, but I hate to break it to you. Chuck Palahniuk said that you do not possess the uniqueness of a snowflake. You know, I, I read it as I was a teenager and it's still stuck in my brain. And on the one hand, I was opposed to this phrase, like, I'm unique I'm one of a kind sort of but on the other hand that's so true we're all going through the same stuff and yeah. uh, the books they show an individual path to success or how a person dealt with the problems and yeah it, you might not be able to incorporate all the steps they might not be relatable in your surrounding but still there are some tips uh, you, you might get some epiphanies, you know, or some sort of revelations while reading it. So it's not about, it's not even about applying every strategy and seeing if it works. It's about getting inspired and seeing if the language the person uses resonates with you. Because one more thing, I'm pretty susceptible to um, language, you know? So whenever I read something and it might have a profound effect on me, it might change me like uh, on some sort of a level that I wouldn't even expect. But I know that, but not everyone is like that. Some people would just read and uh, most of the stuff will just go over their head. Heads. Yeah, it so. just fades away with time. Yeah, it <laughs> might leave this imprint on you, but it's not that lasting. And it's just me, like probably the way I tick, uh, because I need to talk my way through stuff mm. I'm dealing with. It's just strange the other way to me, really. And I was the, toying with the idea of having, um, I, I had therapy in, in Russian and I was really thinking of doing mm. it in English, uh, but it would just, I would have to pay through the nose really, because to find someone who can do that in English, like probably a native speaker and then uh, how much they charge I, I don't want to even think about that <laughs> yeah yeah uh, there is this app I keep hearing about uh, whenever I'm listening to any podcast mm -hmm. it's called better help mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not sure whether it's available for us now whether yeah. possibly uh -huh. paid but yeah chances are pretty yeah, yeah but yeah I think it's just it's just me yeah I love talking and like finding my my words my wrong words yeah but yeah, in terms of what you guys think about like this benefit you can get as a language learner from, I think it's tremendous from like reading and even like uh, Toma, you mentioned this amazing podcast. I actually gave it a try and it was, mm -hmm. I got hooked on it. So <laughs> are you talking it about is. by the book? By the book, by the like book. They, they, like this uh, one uh, one of the uh, host voices is so annoying like she's got this nasal sound in her mm -hmm. voice I just ah, <laughs> kind of yeah it gives me the oh, yeah, it takes getting used to yeah so what do you think would you use it with your students or like the language yeah well okay. as long as the book and the language is relatable in the author I think you can reap a lot of yeah benefits from it um so in order for you to learn how to 
express your feelings and your like what hardships you like go through something that you you can say like yeah I've been there but but that's where so many self-help books are problematic they are highly unrelatable and yeah preachy um yeah true like uh, they lack their like some of them really lack the respect yeah like to their reader because they're trying to like kind of they're they're pushing this idea that your life is kind of some sort of mess and you have to put it right yeah like I'm gonna reveal this top secret to you right now yeah Yeah. or something right I I get the feeling. Yeah, I, I've also uh, felt it several times, but that's probably why I didn't never finish those books. But like this constant pressure of bettering, yeah, yeah. like you have to be better. Like I'm good already. I mean, I am good <laughs> as I am, and I want to start from here and not from start like from the place of hatred towards myself. You know, and you meant you asked us about uh like the language stuff and how we could benefit from it. Honestly, I started listening to Blinkist probably uh in the summer, uh, when I found out that they've got a free blink per day. And I was blown away by the number of words I keep stumbling upon from our mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. And I just use this as an opportunity to expose myself to more language. Because you know how often people say like, okay, we're learning those words, but mm, like, I don't get a possibility to practice them. Okay. But in this case, you're sort of increasing your exposure to the words. So I recommended it to everyone I knew, you know, like, listen to it, listen to it. And there were books that were really not up my street, but I kept listening to them just for the sake of encountering the words. What I noticed, like, um, such books, they really contain some legit chunks you can use to talk about your aspirations. Mm-hmm. And you know that any kind of class, English class can turn into a therapy session. <laughs> and students, they really lack this vocabulary when they talk about their future plans, their worries. Yeah, yeah, what, like whatever, like, I don't know, they, they have to whine about or yeah. And it, when it, such books, they really come in handy. They, they kind of spoon feed you with this vocabulary you 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 get it in the book and you mm-hmm. can use it right away so that's what I noticed yeah and yeah for example I had one guy who was like into finance and we read a book I don't remember the author now but it was about money and yeah I was like like you know this bullseye solution and, yeah he was totally engrossed into reading the book yeah so yeah I kind of yeah it was the jackpot, honestly. Honestly, mm-hmm. you the, hit, the nail on the head with this one. I never thought about self-help books in this respect. But now that I think about it, all self-help books, they make it all about you. They, they're yeah. like you, you. So basically, you can just turn it into an I, sta- turn them into I statements, and uh, you can talk about yourself. Yeah, whether you relate, you can relate or not, you can just make it negative, right? But the problem with different uh, student textbooks that we get, all the examples are sort of about some random people like Sally does that and that, and we want to personalize it. So self help books are perfect for it like they basically revolve about around you sort of yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and come to think of it, our course, like especially upper intermediate, it's it high, it kind of has this help, uh, some help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it does. It does. <laughs> That's because of me, probably. Uh, I, I sometimes find myself uh, being uh, in the information bubble. So you see, I've been searching for certain information for some around some amount of time that my YouTube looks like uh, one giant self-help book right now. <laughs> I don't know how to break free from it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's that's why they came up with, they create this incognito yeah, mode or something that I... I occasionally switch it on to yeah, look up something. Yeah. yeah, look something up. Um, if it's just a one-time thing, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like subscribe to anything or follow. Yeah, those YouTubers. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I give it a go. You kind of get this <laughs> people you watch popping up in your feed. Yeah, it's kind of limited by your echo chamber. You realize how limited your identity is right so it's kind of algorithms know so much about you (laughs) yeah it's kind of creepy yeah yeah it feels like google knows um (laughs) about yeah more than you do um like about about you Mm. Uh, okay irina like as as you are an experienced book reader uh (laughs) what is like probably the the cheesiest tip you came across like you think is like perpetuated by self-help books or Tom of we also like listen to the podcast and what you think guys is like the cheesiest the most kind of cringy stuff which is like yeah. you know well I would probably say that every book doesn't take into account what you're going through obviously it's impossible uh, and probably the worst piece of advice that you can see everywhere, like it's ubiquitous in self-help books, is like, just do it. Like overcome yeah. your fear and just do it. <laughs> like bite the bullet, uh, take the bull by the horns. I don't know, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. they don't know um, like how messed up your life is. And yeah. you might not be able to deal with it without professional help or I don't know. So, but basically it's just that like, it's you like they put the onus on me <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a great word it comes from one of our classes as a side note yeah so you can yeah. learn this word yeah. in and our classes we discuss how much we hate it and then we keep using oh, come it on. i i don't hate it <laughs> i'm okay it, it with is, it. yeah it always makes you like crack up like if it makes me crack up like it, it's a good word <laughs> Yeah. it wouldn't hurt cracking up and laughing these days yeah probably yeah, no, the other day I listened to it I came across in the podcast it, it made me crack up yeah <laughs> uh, probably why it made us crack up in the first place is that we put so much we discussed it like we really uh, talked about it and yeah. that's why it stuck so what I was trying to say is that um in terms of self-help books they sort of tell you that uh, it's you who's got to do something. And if you can't, it means you're a failure. Like, that's the way I feel it. Like, but what if I can't? And this is probably the worst thing about them. I try not to take it personally. Whenever I feel like it's not working for me, I just um, like walk around, uh, you know, walk away from the book, sort of. Uh, but I can't imagine that some people might uh, start nitpicking or start 
like really digging into what's wrong with me, why they can and I can't. Yeah, um, like not thinking that you might just be made out of different sort of uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah and- like you're not built for for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Out for yeah, yeah so that's the thing this is probably the worst thing so just do it uh attitude uh that is present in every self-help book yeah. this is really off-putting yeah this can do spirit yeah uh like which is like in as if you are put in a bubble and there are no other circumstances you've got in your life yeah which are actually affecting like your energy levels yeah like your i don't know like like Mm -hmm. so many things yeah so yeah like it's one size fits all solution which I yeah I was uh, yeah about to say a cookie cutter yeah Yeah. approach that permeates yeah through those yes all the books but I mean they are written for like um, a huge number of readers so just inevitable Mm -hmm. so you just have to I don't know take them with a grain of salt and see what works for you what doesn't and not like maybe separate sorry for using such an old idiom but separate the wheat from the chaff sort of what's uh, really gonna uh come in handy for you and what's just extra that you shouldn't even pay attention but like the question is do you have that much time to go through like 300 pages books in order to really find some gems of or nuggets of wisdom there probably not that that's when blinkist comes in handy or mm-hmm, the podcast mm-hmm. we discussed <laughs> oh, yeah yeah i yeah. always just rel- relish the language if you find the right book written by a that's, that's actually writer. what yeah takes your mind of i don't know just distracts you at times i don't know from i don't know getting um yeah trying to I don't know uh getting this a grasp of the, the message yeah and you just get hung up on the language on the yeah. expressions and it just uh carries you away yeah it's like the message is not in the picture anymore maybe <laughs> yeah. that's one of those yeah beside the point mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, downsides of listening like, or like, reading something in English. Oh well, it's like teacher's quirkiness, I guess. It's our yeah. uh, forte, not yeah. our weakness. Yeah, because yeah, we have this kind of safe haven, like enjoying, relishing, you know, English. Yeah, so bringing joy to us. Yeah. Okay, what's the bottom line? Um, Soho books, yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's yay in my case because yeah I, I mean like this educational value it kind of tops everything and like yeah no matter how cheesy and pedestrian they are they might be like the, a mother load of great chunks and it kind of speaks for itself yeah because mm-hmm. uh, yeah oh well, yeah maybe I would be yeah super picky about books you choose to especially follow to to a letter um and it's it's helpful to see that you are not alone yeah you kind of go through the hardship that everybody does mm-hmm. yeah so, that's why yeah, they're like, inundated with stories of people who uh y- usually yeah that's just in- insane how many stories they include sometimes i'm with you on that i would say yay 
uh, we definitely should keep reading self-help books. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I'm not a quitter in terms of reading books. I never really um, quit reading books halfway. Even if I like the book ha does nothing to me, uh, I'm still I still keep reading because that's in English. I still get some value from it. So in terms of changing my life, uh, probably it's not going to do it for me, obviously, but I still get can get some insights. You never know. There might be a sentence or a paragraph that might append your whole life or your vision. Um, but in terms of the language, that's definitely uh, something everybody should give a try. Uh, several self-help books can be written in a very simplistic way, in a very straightforward way. So you can actually start um, from even if your language is like intermediate level, right? Um, mm -hmm. So uh, they, I mean, you still have to be wary about uh, which words to choose from the uh, from the books uh, and which not. Uh, but most of the times they use very relevant language, up to date language. So yeah, and there is yeah. not let much artistic liberty. Yeah, yeah, uh, in yeah. place because they're like focused like on delivering a message. Yeah, being clear. Yeah, and transparent what they are, you know, conveying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, your purpose is just to get to their reader. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. A so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, shall we wrap it up for today then? Yeah. That was nice to yeah. see the I love mornings yeah. with you guys. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the highlight of my, um, let's say, working week. 